Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Workplace Chameleon. This is Dr. Selena, and it is a pleasure to have you tune in. Today, I want to talk about isolation, left out, being forgotten. I want to talk about isolated groups and isolated people at work. If you could use some type of technology to view your organization from above, scan it from an aerial view, you could look for many things. Now, I am not referring to the Superman-like X-ray vision, but instead maybe a bird's eye view or, in technology today, a drone's eye view of flow. How many things in your organization move in, through, and out? One of my favorites to look at with flow in companies is communication. How information flows through the system, not the org chart, because the org chart really doesn't tell us much other than division of labor and structure. But how information flows from one person to another person, department to department, across shifts, locations, in and out of the company. If you process or think in visuals well, this exercise may help you take that view and then move it, zoom it in a little closer. What do you see? Where do parts of your organization fit well, transition smoothly, or handoffs go as needed? When we view organizations as systems, as living dynamic entities made up of parts that form a whole, we also need to see parts that cross over. A system by definition is also surrounded and influenced by its environment, its boundaries, its structure, its purpose that helps it function to whatever it is that it endeavors to do. While I am fascinated by systems and how systems flow, specifically in my work as an organizational psychologist, I want to pay also attention to where the gaps are. While I love flow and I love when things work well, I probably am more particularly interested in where the gaps exist. Where do we have the misses, the omissions, or the pinch points? Many of our organizations have adopted continuous improvement or quality methodologies to ensure that we are delivering to the voice of the customer, that we are doing whatever we do well, whether it's in processes, whatever that looks like to you. But I want to take a little bit different view today. When you looked at that, when you look at that bird's eye view, drone's eye view, where are the disconnects? And what does it tell you? Gaps exist in organizations. It might be in our external environment, maybe with brand or reputation. It might be in our leadership objectives or our approach. Might have come out of strategic planning or goal setting. Might be in our process, our execution. Today, we look at more and more gaps in knowledge transfer, where we've got a lot of knowledge in employees that needs to get passed on or documented to other employees. 
part of continuous improvement is locating and closing the gaps, disconnects, or where problems are present that need to be solved. Today, I want you to think about people gaps. Where are there divides between people based on what they do, where they're located, or even to some extent, who they are? Where are your isolated groups? Who is feeling left out? This has been a topic that has been with me a long time. It was probably something that as I look back, I know this was influenced by my dad. Growing up, I learned early on through my dad, his work, and how he related to people. He always reached out to that person or persons who felt left out. If someone was hurting or had been ostracized for some reason, excluded, shunned for being themselves, at the expense of others, or simply by hard things in life, he found them. He endeavored to see them. And while I will say personally, as an adult, this has been my quest, maybe even so more in recent years, I, I hurt for the hurt. It's critical that I, I leverage my voice for those who have not been seen, heard, and even more than that. I believe those times in our lives when we have been left out, not seen, or shunned can be some of our most painful moments. I don't know about you, but I can definitely think of times where I clearly recall not feeling included. Now, this is not our social media discussion these days of the fear of being left out. These are the moments where we are. As a kid, I can recall plenty of them without the most popular 70s and 80s fashions or being acknowledged or not acknowledged by the in crowd, being easily picked at for characteristics and some stuff tough stories that I can remember of being mocked at camp amongst people I thought were friends. In some way, we all have them. Some of your stories are much worse than the ones I know. They were the ones you experienced when we grew up, when we came to adulthood, and when many of us came to work and found more. Unfortunately, work life seems to be a little more like junior high cafeteria, I really didn't understand that as we got to work, it would feel a little more like that. Now, that's not where I want us to stay. Because also, as the eternal optimist and looking at organizations and systems, I want us to get better at this. We can do this better. In our work life, many, if not all of us, have had those left out feelings at some point. Well, today... I won't deal with the worst of that behavior, like bullying and sabotage and other hurts that can happen at work. I'll save that for a different episode. I want to talk about and share with you some ideas about that group of activities that right now has us feeling left out. It could be being new, being on the outside, feeling like you've been not included looking in on a group, even if we are part of that group by employment, 
by title, by department, by work. Here's what I want us thinking about, which still applies to many things in life. Today, as always, I'll focus on work. Our risk is with isolated groups or people. Look for where the disconnects are. Who feels left out? And how do you help them feel included? Who do we forget? Now, in a very practical way of saying that, when a process is happening, when a problem is being solved, when an email is being sent out, is there someone we just tend to forget or we don't include them because they were not directly involved? And admittedly, in a pandemic, this has shifted and it's a bit like a paradox. So a paradox is a self-contradictory statement or statement that runs contrary to my expectations. So when I say we are all part of this company and yet your experience doesn't match, it's a statement that despite valid reasoning from the basis of a true premise doesn't feel like that, doesn't look like that, or is some sort of unacceptable conclusion. Working together as an organization, yet this past year in particular, we've had to learn how to do it apart, or at least six feet away from each other. Work independently in your role. Do your work, but work well as a team. Stay connected, but not so much because, you know, we got to get some stuff done. Organizations need people connected to perform the work. And yet within this last year, we know, I see it every day with clients. Some companies have thrived in that environment and some are struggling. Some are feeling that separation. They're occupied with just changing and shifting work. They need more time to build relationships and don't feel like they have it. I want you to consider in your organization, in your team, your department, you start with where you influence, who is in the in-group and who is in the out-group, who feels excluded. I'll give you a very straightforward example of how this came up in a conversation I've had. I was asked to work with a newer supervisor who had been in the role sometime, but was struggling with a number of things. And one of the things that in this case she was struggling with was the fact that when she went from peer to supervisor and got promoted, she stayed friends with her team. She continued to eat lunch with her team. She continued to go out on the weekends and engage in some of those community activities that small towns are known for uh, at different events and different things going on and sports games and activities that she would interact with her staff at because that's what we do, especially in community. Yet, every new person that came onto her team did not have that relationship with her. She wasn't Facebook friends with them because she had drawn her line as I'm the supervisor. I need to be friendly and approachable and get to know you, but it's not personal. It doesn't have the same kind of relationship. What ended up 
happening on this team was that you had an in-group and an out-group and the out-group felt it. They knew they weren't included and they just took them long enough, too long. They never quite, quite move over. And so today, think about what that means for you. Maybe that's not your story. Maybe that isn't your role. You didn't go peer to supervisor, but look around. Who do we forget? Large institutions or legacy locations can find the same thing. If you are part of a large organization that has what I call a legacy location, so it's the flagship, it's the headquarters, it's the main campus. If you are at a large institution or legacy location, you have islands out there. You have people who would describe, I feel like I'm on my own island and I am not included. They're isolated. They're out of the pathways, the way that we keep contact, keep communication and keep planning. So what do you do? What can you do if you feel like you're on, on your own island? I want you to view the situation as objectively as possible. I want you to think about why it might have happened. Do you feel isolated because you aren't on that main campus in that flagship location? And it's just recognizing that that is how the structure has developed. And that is what you can see in the culture of belonging, or in this case, feeling more isolated. I want you to think about who you can develop as an ally, not as, a, uh, as divisive, but not necessarily as friends. Who in that organization do you need to meet? Do you need to reach out to? Where do you need to create some channels that not only will help you feel more connected, but connect you to others from their perspective? This does take taking some initiative, planning something, reaching out, initiating. I know in my previous roles where I have felt like I'm on that island and for other people that I talk who feel disconnected, it is easy to stay there going, well, they're not the ones connecting me. I get that. And while I want to give them some advice too, I don't want you to rest there. I want you to find those relationships that you need to develop. I want you to take the initiative. I want you to sharpen your skills and be impeccable with your work. I want you to be intentional. While you can examine the culture and reframe your perspective, I want you to do so in a way that helps you engage the group, not disengage. Tune in to other communication styles and the culture of your team, department, or company and adjust what you can. Then evaluate, does this work for you? Is this something you can maneuver through for the long term? When you take that step, when you reach out, you can volunteer to lead a meeting or head up a project. Work on a few relationships, key relationships that will help you feel more included, and resist the urge to take it personally. Don't isolate further because it is so much easier to back off and let this become self-fulfilling. See, told you they didn't include me. 
when we look at fit, F-I-T, in an organization, we look at fit to the work. Are you a good fit for the work you're doing? If you like the work, if you're successful, if it goes to your strengths, if it's something you can do, right? As this is the work you need to do right now, is that a fit? Are you a fit to the team? How do you interact with your most immediate group? And to the company, for some of you, that might be a department, division, or an entire company based on size. And part of that is also culture fit. How do I adjust? Because I see the ways we do things here. Some organizations have more of a disjointed culture when it comes to relationships and communication. If that's important to you, you may be finding it more difficult to feel included. But yet, what can you do to help shorten some of those gaps? What can you do to reach out, be intentional, so that you feel better about the way you make connections? All right, leaders, this one's for you. I need you on board. I know you are feeling stretched and tired and long-term fatigue has stepped in as 2021 continues. Remember, your number one job is to help other people perform. I know you have your own work. I know you are feeling the pressure placed upon you to produce whatever you need for your organization's results, whether that's serving clients, producing, serving, informing, whatever that is. I need you to look around. Who do you need to connect with? Who needs to hear from you? Not work instructions, not assignments, not to-do lists, but really hear from you. To know you are present and you see them. This can also be closely connected with a field that has now been researched and is developing in such powerful ways about how we help people feel safe at work. Psychological safety is that condition in which you feel included, where you're safe to learn and offer recommendations, make contributions, to even speak up and be heard. People need to feel safe, and one major way that they do that is to feel connected, included. When people feel safe, psychologically safe at work, we drive out fear as an organization. We do better and we are better. In a 2017 Gallup survey, three out of 10 people felt like their opinions counted at work. By increasing that number to six out of 10, organizations could experience 27% less turnover, 40% reduction in safety incidents, and 12% increase in productivity. The term psychological safety was first presented by the psychologist William Kahn. It is directly related to team performance and has a real business impact. The term is also known as unconditional positive regard, non-physical security needs, attitude of friendliness, cooperation, and belongingness. Psychological safety is no less a human need than food or shelter. It is the manifestation for self-preservation 
in more of a social or, if you will, emotional sense. Here's what we need to understand as leaders. When people have become part of our responsibility, as organizations, we employ people to do the work. And by doing so, for us to get better results, we've got to do it with and through our people, not in spite of our people. And as leaders right now, especially coming off of this last year that we have had, when people have had to separate, when people have had to change the way work is done, when we don't have the kinds of team and cultural connections that we have had in the past, we have a bigger risk for isolation. Prior to the pandemic, I ask groups regularly, who is being left out? That I want you to seek them out and find ways to help them feel included. Now, inclusion may mean different things to different people. Some people want more contact than others, but we will do better work as a team of teams when we know and we remember who's on that team. When people feel included, mistakes become opportunities. When people feel included and connected, they take risks to try things and they share ideas. We build stronger trust and disclose more. When we do that, we may even disclose more of our need for help, our insecurities, our questions, our learning moments. Truly within teams today, we have to be able to talk about the hard stuff. To do this, we have to feel included. Look for those who might be missing Look for those who might be feeling like they are sitting on their own island. And while I admit recording this from the Midwest in the state of Iowa, where it is reasonably somewhere about 30 below zero, an island sounding pretty good right now. But that's not the kind I want us creating. Take a look around. Who needs to be seen by you today? Who needs that extra call, message, connection to help feel like they are a part of the amazing things that you can do even better with them for all those you serve? Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. We will dig into uh, psychological safety even further in an upcoming episode in March. Be well, stay safe. We'll check in next time.